everyone. It's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, and you're listening to a DevOps chat. Today's chat is going to be another DevSecOps event, and I'm really happy to be joined by someone who I know in the security industry for years already, Manish Gupta, CEO of Shift Left. Manish, welcome. Thank you, Alan. Great to be here. Great to have you here, Manish. As I mentioned, you and I go back, you know, probably be way before your shift left days, obviously. But let, let's start with shift left. Maybe some of the folks listening, both from our security audience as well as the DevOps audience, are not yet familiar with shift left. So why don't we give them a, a quick background? Of course. Um, so, you know, shift left uh, is trying to solve a fundamental problem in the world of cybersecurity. You know, it's like in today's day and age, every company is being disrupted or innovating through software, right? And all cybersecurity issues are caused because of defects in software. Yet, you know, we are using 20-year-old technologies like SAST, DAST, IAST, and then we protect these applications that we have to deploy with vulnerabilities using tools like web application firewalls. And so that's why, that's the big problem we saw. And uh, we are addressing that for the first time in the last 20 years, we have invented a new way to analyze code. It's very quick. We can analyze 500,000 lines of code in under 10 minutes. It is very accurate. It is the most accurate solution in the market you know, three times better than our competitors. So we will find vulnerabilities much more accurately and much more quickly. But here's the other kicker, right? Mm -hmm. Is if we find vulnerabilities that you're not able to fix for whatever reason, time to market pressures, et cetera, we then protect your application against the specific vulnerabilities that you weren't able to fix, right? And as a result, focusing on protecting the application's vulnerabilities, as opposed to constantly reacting to threats, provides you a solution that is very high performant, very accurate, with no false positives. You know what? It sounds almost too good to be true, huh? It is, actually. Funny thing you say that is last, last night I was at a dinner with about 20 sisters. And I was talking to them about shift left. That's exactly what one of the sisters said to me. She said, Nish, this sounds too good to be true. And uh, look, I think the way I like to answer that question is you've got to solve hard problems in order for cybersecurity to get better. Absolutely. We all agree, right, that mm -hmm. it is the software issues that cause all cybersecurity. But still, we buy all of these other solutions that are constantly reacting to threats constantly coming up with new signatures for threats. I mean, I've done this for 15 years, Alan, as you know well, through FireEye, Cisco, McAfee. Look, man, if there's one thing I've learned, you cannot get better at security if you continue to react to threats. Because with, by reacting to threats, you're letting the bad guy shoot first. And then you're trying to decide, okay, well, what do I do now? So we gotta go to the source of the problem and get better at delivering software that is has far fewer defects. And when it Absolutely. does have those defects, because that will always be the case, we get protection that is much more precise. So, to, so Manish, to me, though, this really 
represents the true value prop of DevOps. And, you know, we call it DevSecOps. We stick the sec in the middle of the dev and the ops. But really, when I talk about DevOps, it includes security, right? So when I when I mean DevOps, I mean this whole this whole new way of, of this, you know, software pipeline, the modern software factory, you can have it all. You can't, you know, they used to say the song says two out of three ain't bad, you, but you can have three out of three. You can have faster, better, more secure software. If you follow some of these basic principles, use some of these more modern tools that are made for this type of, uh, scale, speed, and velocity, environment, automation, continuous security, all, all buzzwords that we hear, but beyond the buzz, there's real stuff going on underneath. And that is indeed. the buzz. Indeed, I totally believe, I totally agree with you that it is DevOps. You know, the faster we release, the more chances that we get at fixing our software, right? In other words, Let's go back to the waterfall days. Let's say there was a company that did one software release in six months. Well, that means you only had once in six months an opportunity to fix the defects for your customers. Now, fast forward to today, DevOps and modern SDLC practices are allowing our customers to release perhaps once a day. So now, mm -hmm. You don't have to wait for six months. Issues that we found yesterday, you can try and fix them today. And if you are not able to fix them today, well, guess what? There will be another opportunity tomorrow, right? So I, I'm a true believer in inserting security into DevOps, but it can't be done with legacy tools, right? I mean, we gotta, we gotta use tools that uh, increase the efficiency of developers as opposed to decreasing their efficiency. Agreed. So, Manish, I don't want to embarrass you, but you mentioned a few of the companies you've been involved with. And, you know, I, I've heard this from people who listen to our podcast or who I meet at conferences. And they say, what does it take to be a founder? How does someone get to be a CEO? Do you, is it, you know, I did an interview a couple of weeks ago with a new company starting up in cloud. And this woman had been in four or five successful startups that had successful exits, but never part of the founding team. Now she's CEO of this new company she's starting. Just real briefly, I don't, and I, again, I don't want to embarrass you, but give people a little bit of your background because you have a, an amazing track record and, and resume, if you don't mind. Of course. Uh, thank you, Alan. Um, thank you for that praise. Uh, um, yeah, look, I've been very fortunate um, to have been in security for almost 16 years now, um, most recently at FireEye, right? Um, and before, and you know, at FireEye, we had a lot of fun. We were trying to solve um, a very difficult problem, which is how to detect these nation state attackers. Um, you know, prior to that, Cisco, which was sort of a big company, and prior to that, sort of McAfee, again, solving some of the harder network security problems through tools like intrusion detection. So I think it was that uh, that 15, 14, 15 year career that uh, gave me a better appreciation for what our customers' issues are. Uh, because you know it was in 2015, 2016 that customers 
started telling me, look, enough. I mean, what do you, what all do you want me to do? You asked me to buy a firewall. Then I bought intrusion detection. Now I'm buying FireEye on the network. Now you want me to buy AV on the endpoint and uh, perhaps host IPS on the endpoint, perhaps, you know, white, white listing. And this is just getting unwieldy. Uh, and at the same time, right, I was starting to see that back then there were more than 100,000 pieces of new malware we were seeing. And so that is why I started Shift Left. And I think the what it takes to start a company, look, you've got to be passionate and you got to listen to your customers. Um, and I think you've got to be humble. You've got to be really humble. It's one job, which is very lonely. Uh, you don't have a whole lot of people you can talk to <laughs> uh, except your customers because your employees are looking to you for direction. Um, so it's, it's a fun job, but um, it's, it's a demanding job. Oh, absolutely. Um, Manish, I wanted to, you know, we're, it's, it's security season, right? RSA is coming to San Francisco. They're expecting more than 50,000 people this year. And, uh, you know, it, it, my, I don't know about the rest of the world, but my inbox is flooded with, with pitches around security and cyber and DevSecOps and, and so forth. And obviously, Shift Left will be at RSA. And you guys recently... Uh, were awarded uh, some some honors. Uh, I'll let you tell the audience about them. Yeah, no, thank you. Super excited. Uh, we've been selected as one of the finalists for the RSA Innovation Sandbox. Uh, that event takes place on Monday. So I encourage your audience to come and attend. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be three-minute presentations from each one of us. Um, towards the end, um, they pick a winner. Um, yeah, so really looking forward to it. And I think it is a testament, right, to uh, you look for recognitions like these at events like RSA, which, in, you know, which attract the best of the best. And uh, I'm super thankful to my team. Um, you know, we're solving a very hard problem. Like I said, you know, there's been really no invention in court analysis in the last 20 years. And we can only do this because we've got like seven PhDs in a team of 40, right? That's what it takes. Um, so hats off to my team, just uh, amazing team, very humbled um, to work with this team every day. Absolutely. And, and you know, I should mention, we, we did a, uh, we actually did a podcast with the RSA team uh, around just this very, you know, the whole sandbox and innovation sandbox and, they actually have a new program out this week, uh, this year called RSAC Launchpad for sort of pre, pre-startups, if you will. I don't know if it's pre-revenue or, or what have you. But, you know, it, it's become this, this sandbox, innovation sandbox, has really become a, a fantastic showcase for what, who the new up-and-comers are in security. And, What's really exciting is if you look at the winners over, I, I forget how many years it's been now, maybe 10 years, maybe more. If you look at the winners over the last 10, 12 years, whatever it's been, you know, they, they've done an amazing job of zeroing in on companies that really are shaking the industry up. So kudos to you and the team for, you know, for making it to the finals. Because I forget how many companies were, 
evaluated to come to the finals. But generally speaking, it's it's a it's a mark of distinction, right? And 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 as you said, congratulations to your team, but congratulations to you. But I, you know, I remember the first time Anish, I, I was briefed on shift left, and now I'm going to say it's going to be. Is it about a year ago? A year and a half ago now? Yeah, it's probably about a year and a half ago. Alan. Yep. And I remember thinking then, wow, this this is something that could shake things up, right? This is exactly what we were talking about with DevSecOps, and it would be interesting to see. And now, you know, we're seeing it catch its stride. So, so congratulations to you. Beyond beyond innovation sandbox, though, what else? What else exciting is happening over at Shift Left? Yeah, um, I think uh, you know the key thing is really just working with customers. Um, you know, we this is sorry to be repetitive, but this is hard tech, right? It, it took us time to build this, and now in the last year, we are starting to deploy this in customers' environments. And look, at the end of the day, that is what uh, is the most exciting endorsement. Um, yes, RSA Innovation Sandbox is important, but just customers telling you that what you're doing is helpful, is meaningful, is the best uh, endorsement of what we're doing. So as an example, one of the FinTech companies, you know, about uh, last month told us that they found five critical unknown vulnerabilities in one of the open source libraries that they've been using forever in under mm -hmm. three days using a product, right? Wow. And so when I asked them, yeah, exactly, right? So when I asked them, so tell me without shift left, how long was it taking you? And they said for the previous six months with one person fully working on this problem, they, they found three, mm -hmm. right? So just doing the math, it's like 15 to 20 X improvement. Um, you know, at the same time, yesterday I was um, uh, talking to the CISO at the dinner that I was telling you about. Um, he's the CISO of a publicly traded uh, security company. So they clearly take security uh, importantly. And uh, he said, and that is, um, that is music to my ears. He said, Manish, you, it's, I, um, what, was his, what were his words? I commend you for trying to solve this hard problem. And um, you have a great solution and thanks for building it. Um, yeah, I get goosebumps every time what? I think about that. So look, I, I've been in your, right? I, I've been a founder and, and uh, that's music, it's, 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 it's music to your ears, but it's also, it, honestly, it, it, it uplifts your soul. It makes your soul sing, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, yeah, because sometimes we work really hard, Manish. Right? It is. It's security, especially security, is hard, and 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 a lot of times it's, you know, it's very easy to point the finger when there's a breach, but when there's not a breach, right? No one says anything. No one ever comes up and says, "Hey, I'm glad we haven't had an incident in 300 days or 200 days." You know, That's right. no one tells you you're doing a good job. They only tell you when you're doing a bad job insecurity yeah. the nature of it so you know when you could get that kind of feedback from CISOs at large companies like this it, it does it, it kind of almost makes it worthwhile all the hard work the late nights the, the traveling on the road time away from family and everything else right it, it's it makes it worthwhile anyway um 
Where do you see, so it seems DevSecOps has really hit its stride, right? It, it went, I mean, we see it, you know, as we were talking off mic, we do our DevSecOps days at RSA every year. And, you know, this year we, we have unprecedented, in order to go, you have to register at RSA, obviously, right? You got to have an RSA badge, any badge will get you in. But you have to indicate a preference that you'd like to attend our, our event on Monday. And, you know, we could tell from the pre-reg, if you want to call it that, an amazing, amazing year, you know, a lot of demand out there, a lot of interest in this. Where, what do you, what do you see? What's next? How do you keep the momentum going here? Yeah, um, no, you, you're absolutely right. But at the same time, right, like at DevSecOps days, uh, and I love that day because it's, you know, just the lineup of speakers that you have. So huge kudos for you to have put this together. I mean, the speakers. And what I really like about that DevSecOps day, it's very operationally focused. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of fluff, right? Not a lot of marketing. It's people who practice this every day telling the audience how they do it. So it, it, it's it's a great day. So I encourage your audience to absolutely um, go you. there if this is a topic of interest. But where do we go from here? I think we are only scratching the surface, uh, Alan. Um, you know, it's hard for me to put a accurate percentage, but I would say it's less than one percent of the industry today that is still thinking about DevSecOps. You think right. so? And uh, mm-hmm. sorry, I I don't right. doubt it. I mean, I'm not going right. to dispute it. You know, it, it, it's, but isn't that the way it always is? I, I just, I, I, I often feel that we live in this bubble where we think everyone is enlightened. <laughs> to a certain right. extent, it happens with my <laughs> politics here. Everyone's enlightened and, and, you know, why wouldn't you do this? And of course, this is what you should be doing. And then sometimes you forget that not everyone, not everyone feels that way. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we live in very exciting times. We are seeing the, one of the biggest disrupt, uh, disruptions in the, ever in the IT industry, right? I mean, at least in my 25 years career, I haven't seen a bigger disruption where, no. you know, how we develop applications, how we deploy them, where we deploy them, and the compute, uh, how elastic it is, and the applications going into the cloud um, and all of this software-driven innovation allowing us to do all kinds of cool things like IOTs and self-driving cars. I mean, everything is being software-driven, right? So, and the exciting part for people like you and I and perhaps some of the audience who are interested in security is for all of the software, security needs to be rethought. Yeah. You can't continue to put firewalls and antivirus on this software or application. It's not going to work. I mean, try thinking yeah. about putting an AV agent in your uh, self-driving car. Yeah, that's going to happen, right? <laughs> so, and so this is the huge opportunity for the young folks in our audience to uh, make a mark um, in helping industry figure out as to what this next generation security architecture is going to look like. Um, and for oldies like you and me to sort of perhaps try and forget what we've done in the past and rethink, <laughs> right, which is always a challenge. Exactly. It really is. Anyway, Manish, we're about out of time here. I, I apologize. I looked at the clock. And I'm like, you know, and you and I were probably on the phone a half hour before we started. So, you know, <laughs> that's, that's right, when you're having fun talking. 
But listen, congratulations on the RSA Innovation Sandbox finalists. Hope to see you. I definitely will see you out in San Francisco for RSA. But continued success at Shift Left, man. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing it well. I think people are obviously taking notice. And congratulations. Thank you very much, uh, Alan. And thanks for all your support. Uh, and thanks to your listeners for taking the time. Thank you. That's a good way to end this. Manish Gupta, CEO, founder of Shift Left. This is Alan Schimmel at uh, DevOps.com Security Boulevard. You've just listened to another DevOps chat. Have a great day, everyone.